that lets you save look here true form life green look on the long list of ingredients don't waste your time put it back on the shelf then if you have a handful of ingredients that you actually want to look through those ingredients need to be cleaner from the beginning so the healthier the product is has the cleaner ingredients at the front and then the less clean ingredients at the back Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Good morning, everyone. Happy day. Happy day. (laughs) Hope you're all having a great day. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Today, we're going to jump on here and talk about how to simplify grocery store shopping so you can find clean ingredients. So I know that's a big one. Um, It's really challenging for a lot of people to find clean ingredients in a reasonable amount of time. So I'm going to talk about that today. So um, I hope you hope you get something out of this show simplifying when you go to the grocery store for example okay so here's the thing is that the grocery store doesn't have to be like this big scary being i feel like that's how some people feel about the grocery store like i hear it all the time that people don't want to go to the grocery store it's a waste of time Uh, it takes too much time and then on top of that how do you find clean products so i'm going to explain that with you here in the show and i'll explain my process because it's pretty simple and um, I had this conversation with one of our uh, newer MAP clients and they said, I don't really understand all the scientific um, fancy words. I get lost pretty easily. And they're like, I know it doesn't make me sound very smart, but I like to learn and I want to learn, but I don't understand all that. And I said, you know what? I don't understand that either. Like that's not, that kind of stuff isn't for everyone. And it's certainly not for me. So the way I understand things is very simply. (laughs) And the only reason I know that stuff, this kind of stuff is because I've been doing it for years and we've developed our own products and um, brought our own products to market. So I understand the labeling and how it works too, Um, the, the amount of ingredients and how they put it on the label. So I'll explain that here with you, but you don't have to feel like you're alone or you don't know you're not smart or you don't know what you're doing it's just it's just how it is like it's we don't learn this stuff right it's not like we sat down in school college university and it was like okay this is how you read ingredients or this is how you find clean products that's why we're here like we're an education-based company um, that, that teaches you how to do this kind of stuff so if you're not sitting in these conversations or if this is your first time you're Um, You wouldn't know like how else would we know and here's the thing is that grocery stores are built around deception shocker, right? That's just how it goes like they don't put things on labels for you to know more about it, right? It's not like oh, we want to keep you informed That's not how grocery stores work. They want to do everything they can to sell you products before 
those products expire and that's it and i'm not saying like the, the like <laughs> i just maybe i contradicted myself it's not like a big monster that's like trying to take advantage of you which is what it sounds like i'm just saying like their job is to make money their job isn't to properly inform you it's not to give you the cleanest products neither is health food stores for that matter they're a business trying to make money and they do a good job of serving us and we need grocery stores we need farmers markets otherwise where would we get our food from like most of us don't live on a farm anymore and figure out our own like grow our own food throughout the year right so we appreciate the grocery stores um coming in i mean we, we appreciate what the grocery stores do but i feel like it's important to understand that we have to educate ourselves and that and that's by sitting through um conversations like this and and participating in conversations because the more you ask questions the more you understand about um different products and then you then you, you have those conversations and you teach your kids about it and hopefully they teach their kids about it so it's all a big picture and I feel like there's a huge gap these days between food, like where food comes from, the grocery store, how it gets on your plate. And and when it comes and when it comes to this stuff in particular, when I'm talking about grocery stores, like they have to make a profit, otherwise they won't be there. And they have a big corporation pressure, big corporate pressure, and they have to do their job as well. So it's our job to figure out what the best way to go about that is to keep our ourselves and our family healthy with clean foods. So I guess the first thing is your mindset, right? When you go to a grocery store, it's not this big scary thing. Like if we have a if we have like a system and most of us do, like most of us have a pattern of going about um going to the grocery store and we don't even know it. So probably like most of us probably go to the grocery store on a regular basis, whatever that is. Like if that's weekly, if that's every two or three days, if that's weekly, if that's monthly, we all have like a system or a process of what we do. Um, it's a habit, right? So you usually when you drive to the grocery store, you're driving the same way, right? There's a bunch of different ways you could go, but in most cases, now if you're on the other side of town and you're coming back and you want to stop real quick, that's different. But I'm saying like, when you prepare to go to the grocery store, you go the same way. So what my point here is that these are formed habits. We already have formed habits in our life to go about certain things. And that was the same thing with someone. I was talking to someone about, gosh, well, it, was, it was about exercise. Like they were really consistent with exercise in general. And, and it's rare. You don't see people that are exercising on a regular basis for that long. I think they're exercising four or five times a week for a year very consistently and we all have days that don't um don't match up perfectly but that's what that's what they told me and then they said the, the nutrition part was the more challenging and i said well look you already have habits and you already have discipline and you already have motivation like that is proven if you're going to the gym as often and as long as you told me so all we have to do is transfer those habits to understanding more about nutrition how you how we can make your art your already you have your already have your motivation you already have your habits let's turn that into or transfer that over into your nutrition and the thing is they just didn't really know and they're, they're open and honest and um i think that's important to to recognize like you're already doing a great job most of us we only focus on the things that we aren't doing well so you're doing a great job here so whatever you're doing in most cases we have a we have some type of habit we have some type of consistency it just needs to be transferred over to the area we want to improve or grow in so when it comes to you and going to the grocery store you're already doing the things that you you probably should be doing in some way or another it just needs to be tightened up a little bit so in a past show i talked about how going to the grocery store once a week a max 
is a good idea. Like in most cases, you're going to save time. You're definitely going to save time. You're probably going to save money because you're not going for one or two items. So these are the things that we're doing on a regular basis. So now I want to transfer that into what you're doing when you're going to the grocery store. So my tip, one of my big tips or main tips is to go to the same grocery store. And I like to, we like to shop around as well, shop around for the discount days, or you, you're not always going to find the same foods or the same priced foods at every single grocery store. They're all priced a little bit different. I suggest going to, if not the same grocery store, similar grocery stores. So it's not like every time you go to the grocery grocery store there's no plan or there's no rhyme or reason it's just like that nah, was the closest to this grocery store I'm just gonna grab my stuff and run I don't have time for all that stuff right so if you don't have time for that, that all that stuff you don't have time to save money and you don't have time to improve your experience at the grocery store so I would suggest going to similar grocery stores or the same one on a regular basis and I'm gonna tell you why is because in this case you know where everything is and I know what it's like and I feel like I can feel people's frustration because when I go to a grocery store <laughs> and I'm not used to that area, it takes me forever to find stuff. It's like, you know, it's like most of you know, it's like going to Costco, like they always move stuff and it's terribly frustrating because at least for me, I just want to get in and get out. So if I go to the same grocery store, I know where the stuff is. I go straight to that stuff and leave. Now, if you want to hang out, Dorothy's a bit different. She likes to, she calls it tootling. <laughs> She likes to toot a little bit. She likes to go check out different stuff. She takes our our little man with her and they have a, have a morning of it or whatever it is. So that's enjoyable for them and they look at ingredients and they pick different foods out. I think it's a really nice experience for them, right? Now that may be not for you, it's not for me. So when I go to the grocery store, I want to, I want to go to the places where my items are and leave and that's it so that starts out with knowing where the knowing where the items are that you want at the grocery store that you visit and if you're always going to a different grocery store and you never have like a pattern or you never have a um a purpose of going and grabbing your stuff and leaving then it's always going to feel like a huge waste of time for you so that's that's number one and like i said i know this frustration because when we go to like i once in a while we go to the mountains in canmore for example and we go to a new grocery store and i'm like it's, it's i'm like i just want to get my stuff and get out and i don't know where anything is and the worst part is when you go to those in my opinion, those lower quality grocery stores, they don't have they don't have like management at the top training customer service. So you're going to a grocery store where you don't know anything where anything is, and then you ask someone, you first of all you can't find someone for help. And if you do find someone, they're like, Oh, it's over there in aisle, um, it's aisle three. And you're like, okay, you don't even know which direction that is. Then you find what aisle and you gotta look through hundreds of products to find the one the one that you want. So what I've found is that a better quality grocery stores with better management and probably they may even have slightly more expensive price prices but they have better quality products those types of people are more inclined to help so they have, seem to have more staff and they have more um they have more staff and they have better training to show you where the food is that you want so that would that alone will improve your experience by going to a better quality grocery store and it, it does it doesn't matter like actually you know what why don't you drop in the comments if you like if you have a favorite grocery store when i was growing up i really enjoyed co-op i'd go used to go there with my grandma for like dollar 49 day <laughs> So um, now in town here, we, we, we bounce around to a couple different ones, but I still like co-op. It's very, um, co-op is very like community orientated. Um, I think even no frills, 
Okay. No frills. Like the staff is super friendly to Dorothy and Harrison um, at No Frills. So they like to go there a bit more because when they are walking around, the staff will actually stop, come over and say hi. That makes a huge difference. Somewhere, a place like Sobeys and Olds doesn't really do that, at least to us. I'm just sharing our experience. So that's, that's number one is for you to go to a place where you know where everything is so you're not wasting time trying to run around trying to find things and not know where they are. That's super frustrating to me. <laughs> Okay, so number that's number one. Number two is I want to um, okay, so I want to recognize a couple things. So the first thing is is that certain things are in certain areas, right? <laughs> is that oversimplification? You go to the dairy like you go to the dairy section, that's usually where you find your eggs, right? And maybe that's where you find your milk. Um, we're not we don't drink we're not like really dairy milk types of people but it's okay if you are i'm just using that as an example you usually know where that stuff is it's the same with the fruit section like you know where the fruit section is so you get in the grocery store and i high, like i cannot recommend a grocery list high highly enough and most people don't it's very rare you walk around the grocery store and you see someone with a grocery list very rare i see it Maybe once every five times I go to the grocery store, someone has a list. And I'm not quite sure why. Because you can save money, you could save time, and um, it's just so much easier to follow a list. I, I take a list. I take a little list in my hand with a pen. <laughs> and I check it off. That's what I do. That may not be for everyone, but that's just, that's it's so important. For, and it doesn't seem like much, but you have a grocery list. Like for our map members, we give them a grocery list for exactly what they're going to eat. They save money each month because you stick to your list. You're not buying a bunch of stuff that's going to go bad or stuff that you shouldn't be buying or not going to use, right? That's a waste of money. You're like, oh, that's a sale. Remember how we talked about how grocery stores are set up? They're set up for you to buy more of the things you probably don't need, right? That's why all those little chocolates and cheap, uh, those like gossip magazines are sitting at the till when you're walking up standing in line. People probably used to look at those magazines, right? Now they're just looking at their phone. <laughs> but still, if you're hungry, you're gonna grab this little chocolate bar to snack on it on the way home while you're getting your groceries, right? So that was one thing I wanted to share with you. Another thing I wanted to share with you is brand names. So when you start, and this is the kind of training we talk about with some of our newer clients when they're not really sure what to do or have how to navigate around a grocery store. And one of the things is they say, oh, it takes so much time to go grocery shopping. And if you're new to grocery shopping, which a lot of adults are, is that you don't you don't know this kind of stuff so i hope it's um i hope it's helpful so let, let me know in the comments if you're finding this helpful um to save some time and and understand the grocery store a little bit more so those let me t let me tell you this those middle aisles and you've probably heard this before but there's nothing good in those middle aisles like usually cleaning products would never recommend cleaning products from a grocery store you have the whole candy chip pop aisles right in the middle definitely recommend staying away from them and that's why i'm talking about getting to know your grocery store because i was mentioning brand names and if you you know a particular brand name that has in clean clean ingredients then you go to that section you know you go to the same grocery store that you used to, you're used to going to that you enjoy going to you go to that area where it's dairy or whatever it is um, apples like I like Fuji apples so I go straight to the Fuji apple section that's it I don't wander around the fruit section I go and buy organic or fair trade bananas I look for pears on sale <laughs> organic pears and then I look for um, bananas 
Oh, and I look for Fuji apples. That's what I do. That's my process. And if you go to the grocery store enough, you will have a process or you already have one that you don't know about. So when I go, I know exactly where I'm going. And it's and I mentioned those types, like I like Bartlett pears, right? So I know the very specific type of banana, apple, and pear that I'm looking for. It's not like I'm, I'm guessing like, oh, this looks like it's on sale or this might be a good option. No. I know what I'm doing, I, I grab exactly what I want and I, and I leave and that might take you guys a bit time to figure that out, but it's possible. Okay, so you know your grocery store, you know where you're going and then you'll start to find out which name brand you like. So when you start to look at the, the name brands, you'll be confused at first and you'll read ingredients and you'll put it back on the shelf. You'll find another one, read ingredients, put it back on the shelf and then you'll find one that you like and then your grocery store will stop carrying it. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. You know what's nice is some managers, you can go to some grocery stores and ask them, like the, the produce manager or whoever, and ask them to bring in products. Like, hey, will you bring in this product? I really like it at, at the comp enter a competitor store, but I'd rather buy it here. And sometimes they'll bring it in, which is really nice. The problem is if they bring it in and people aren't buying it consistently, they're not going to keep it there. But you can talk to your produce people. Like, why not? Like, ask them questions, send requests. Like, they're there to serve you and help you out. One of the most important things I want to talk about here is reading the ingredients. So here's what I do. Like, if I see a long list of ingredients on a package, I put it down. <laughs> right? I don't read the ingredients. I'm not going to sit there and spend 10 minutes out of my day to look through 25 ingredients because if there's 25, probably even 10, like if there's 10 ingredients on a product, like if it's this thick, I can just about guarantee there's going to be something in there that I'm not going to consume or I don't want to consume. So that's an easy one for you. You pick up a product, flip it around, look at the ingredients list, not the nutritional value. The nutritional value is a giant mess. Often they try to spin it so it makes it look better for you, right? So it'll say 100 calories per serving, right? And then they'll, they'll sway like, it'll be like three chips, right? Three chips is, or three crackers is 100 calories. Well, you're gonna sit there and have 25 chips. So you're gonna eat a thousand calories. But it says 100 calories per serving, so you think it's clean, right? Like that is nonsense, stay away from that. If you want to get into calorie counting, we'll do a whole training session in the future, but that's very in depth. And most people don't even want, don't even want to know you don't want to know that because you don't want to do it. Like very, a very small percentage of people are going to actually count calories on their own. And I don't recommend it. It's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> but you need to know what calories are going in your body, right? Like I did this video about a muffin. Like this little tiny muffin had like five or 600 calories from a hotel. And I was like, okay, you should know that, right? Like that's like most people should be able to figure that out. That if you see a little muffin there, that's basically cake. And I know everyone thinks a muffin and a cake is different. When I said that, my point is the usually the quality, like the quality, the ingredients, the calories, um, the sugar content, they're both very similar. And people think, okay, I'm having a muffin for breakfast, that's clean. It's not. In most cases, very similar to a cupcake. The same difference. It just it just has different packaging. Well, I made a joke and someone like someone laughed. <laughs> it wasn't even me. It was um, I said a cupcake. What is it? a cup? A muffin is just an ugly cupcake. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, they're totally different. My point was is that in most cases the ingredients or the calorie count isn't much different. So one isn't a whole lot healthier than the other.
You know what I th find interesting is that sometimes you go to like the pharmacy section, and I don't see that too much in Canada, but um, often in the US I'll go to like the supplements or vitamin section. Terrible place to get your vitamins, in my opinion. And they have a magnifying glass so you can read the ingredients. Right, like first of all, if you need a magnifying glass to read, if they if the ingredients are, are that tiny, you need a magnifying glass. You should probably put it back down. And I've never seen someone use that magnifying glass either. Like I've never been to a store where someone's like, huh, wonder what the ingredients are in here. Like it just doesn't happen. So I think that's always entertaining to see. But. Okay, so that's a, that's a super important tip is that if it's a long list of ingredients, put it down. Don't waste your time. Now the next thing I want to explain to you is that they, they list the ingredients um, in quantity. So let's say it says sugar. <laughs> that means that that product has mostly sugar in it or that has the most amount of sugar in it. The next one could be, I don't know what, what they put in there, um, hydrogenated oil. Like let's let's just say it's some type of corn oil, um, or a soybean oil. So then the next product is soybean oil, and then the next one could be multidextrin, like whatever it is. Wish I had a product here to to give you a better example. But when you pick up that product and you look at the ingredients, that's how you can tell what's mostly in that product. So that's how we that's how you have to list, and that's and that's why we know this because we have to follow um, strict guidelines on how to label our products. So the first ingredient that you see has the most amount. So when you pick up a product and the first thing that says is sugar, which most packaged foods have, you put it back on the shelf. <laughs> in fact, if I find a product that has any sugar in it at all, I put it back on the shelf. That's the same thing. Okay. So that's important. Um, that's important is that I want to go over that again. Long list of ingredients. Don't waste your time. Put it back on the shelf. Then if you have a handful of ingredients that you actually want to look through, <clears throat> those ingredients um, need to be cleaner from the beginning. So the healthier the product is, has the cleaner ingredients at the front and then the less clean ingredients at the back. Right? Does that is that helpful? So understand that if you have sugar as the last ingredient, which is rare, you probably have like a like an oil or a uh, maybe a natural flavoring near the end. Let's say um, if you have sugar at the end, it'd be cleaner than a product that has sugar at the beginning. Right? That's just a, a general uh, conversation or general. It could be like cassava flour, which I would consider a clean flour. Um, so it could be cassava flour at the beginning. That means, oh, this is a better quality product because it has better, um, more of a cleaner ingredient than at the very end of it, okay? Now, another tip I wanted to mention is that I usually look at the first three ingredients and usually one of those first three ingredients have something that I either want or don't want. And in most cases, I'm looking for things that I don't want in the product. So I pick, go to um, I go to a product, I pick it up, I flip it around, I look at the ingredients, not the nutritional value, and I look at the first three ingredients. If that has sugar, um, multidextrin, um, a low quality oil, which is what where you'll usually find one of those toxic toxins or rancid oils, I put it back on the shelf. So if you have a you have a product that you pick up and has 10 ingredients, you don't have to read the 10 ingredients. You read the first three ingredients and if those are clean, you're probably doing pretty good. 
from there I move on to that's where you'll see that later on you'll see like those natural flavors is usually MSG which I don't consume so I'll put it back on the shelf unless I know it's a product that's unless I know it's a product that's cleaner like um, you could look at us like ours for example like look at one of our products um, I think we have some natural flavoring in our our well we okay we do have um, natural flavoring in our um, liquid mag for example and that's a hundred percent natural we actually go out of our way to spend extra on our flavoring so no propylene glycol no alcohol in our flavoring but we label that as natural flavoring so you can find products that I, I have a pretty good idea that are clean that have natural flavoring but in most cases that's an MSG which turns into a toxic in our body which causes health issues in the future those steps right there are going to help you make better decisions as you navigate through the grocery store. So that though, that's going to save you a whole bunch of time. Now look at the first three ingredients and then uh, make sure there's no sugar, there's no um, oils in the top. That's another one, like oils in particular. So oils are super important because oils either help you or hurt you. And I think that's the easiest way to, to describe it. So if you have clean oils, they're gonna help you burn body fat, they'll help lubricate your joints, they'll help give you energy, brain function, tons of benefits to healthy oils. If you have unhealthy oils, you're going to look at um, inflammation. Inflammation causes chronic pain. Chronic pain causes you to be uncomfortable on a regular basis. So maybe you have knee, maybe you've been having um, chronic pain or, or highly inflammatory foods for years and then we have on a knee pain right or lower back pain or joint pain well that comes from things like uh, sugar like refined sugar that comes from rancid oils for example so when i'm looking at a product i'm looking for i don't want any corn product so multidextrin is something i stay if i see multidextrin back on the shelf if i see any oils in there like usually they're all rancid oils like you're looking at your seed oils cotton seed oil grape seed oil um canola oil corn oil those types of things rancid put them back on the shelf so those are the things that are causing you chronic pain especially consuming them for years and the problem not the problem but the concern here is that people have been using those oils and those ingredients those products with those cheap low quality ingredients that are causing our health to decline they've been doing that for years so they're like okay i'm gonna try your c8 mct oil let's just say we just got a shipment in in case you guys want to grab one we'll have that back on the order farm this week so um we have them back on or so someone says okay i'm going to try your mct oil and i'm saying that will help your health that will help with your joints that will help with pain they try it for like a couple weeks or a month and they're like don't really notice anything I'm gonna go back to my other stuff that caused you all the pain to begin with, right? But we don't connect the two things, and that's okay because we don't have that education uh, easily accessible. Um, that that connection of those low, low quality foods equal chronic pain. We have to separate ourselves from those low quality foods if we want to separate ourselves from pain. And that's the only way we can do that is put better quality foods, like better quality oils in our body, which means when you have a cheap product that has those oils in it, in the ingredients, you have to say, no, thank you. I'm going to choose better. Oils in particular is like good, good oils that you should, like our coconut oil, like RC8 MCT oil. Obviously we wouldn't sell it if it wasn't a good product. You can go down the list. I just mentioned already the uh, the rancid oils that I recommend staying away from, but we definitely have whole shows that we've talked about in the past. If you guys are really interested, a couple things before I let you go. We have our um, we have our YouTube channel. It's just um, 
at True Farm Life. You go to our YouTube channel and you type in oils, all of our shows over the years will come up. We have over a thousand uh, videos. And then you, the same thing with our website, truefarmlife.com. You type in oils and all of our blog posts, including videos, will come up with oils. So, um, so that would actually, that obviously would save us time <laughs> if you just went to our website and searched yourself. But a lot of people don't do that. We've been trying to get people to go to our website for years, but no one does it. <laughs> And, and you know what? Here's the thing about the world changing is um, I was listening to this um, business interview and people are like, you don't even need a website anymore. You just use social media, right? Like a lot of a lot of businesses are like obsessed. Like, I got to get my logo done. I got to get my website done. Like, no one's going to go there anyways. <laughs> We're fortunate that we have our products on our website now, but we didn't for years. So now people go to our uh, website and order and that's where you can also find our blog we have a, a blog that we update every week and we have uh, tons of recipes as well so if you want some recipes and uh, more information trueformlife.com i'm gonna wrap things up here though i'm gonna let you go and um that's all i got have a great day we'll see you guys soon all right that's gonna wrap things up for this edition of exploring mind and body once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.